You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Joe Clark, good afternoon to you this day <laughs> in December, our final recording for the year. <laughs> Hooray! Yes, it's been a good year, hasn't it? 2022. Mm. Uh, how are you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, pretty well. I've had mm-hmm. a quieter day on Monday. One of those, was I sick or was I exhausted kind of days? Just, mm. uh, but yep, no, no work done, a lot of rest, but uh, feeling good and ready to reflect on the year just a bit. So, yes. Joe, let me put it to you. If you, were, if this was to be, if 2022 was to be the year of dot, 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 what, what would it be for you? I mean, there are so many, but um, because my mind just naturally goes to lots of different things. Um, But one one thing would be the year of um, (laughs) the year of talking to tradies. So having (laughs) the renovation and having a house for the first time, it's been a year of realizing craftsmanship and skill, and uh, talking to um, particularly men happens to be men that that were my tradies, and just. yeah, working out the order of jobs and how to do things well and what should be done properly. And I've really enjoyed that. I think it's been, um, it's like entering another world of understanding, getting a practical job done well. Mm. And given our job, you know, I yearn sometimes to get a practical job done well because mm. <laughs> our job can sometimes be so open-ended. And so, yeah, it's, I've been really thankful for that and f- for the um, yeah, really positive experience with different people um, working in my house. So yeah, yeah it's been yeah, good. great. And uh, we've enjoyed you sharing some stories on the podcast <laughs> along those lines. So uh, yeah. yeah. And sometimes you just, I just hear them talking to each other. I don't, I try not to listen in cause I don't want to be that person, but man, it's just such a different world. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. great. No, you've been in fine. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, mate? As you reflect on the year? I think, yeah, like you, so many things I could have chosen um, mm. and all stuff that I've, I've shared, I think, during the, the podcast this year. But I think perhaps uh, the year where my oldest son got his license and mm. that was a lot of um, build up, a lot of hours training and preparing and the tests and everything. But it has, um, it's been a, a really new thing this year that there's this mm. independence with my oldest son and that's a it's kind of a, a signal, a warning light, a, an anticipation of future independence. <laughs> and, and so that's led me to think, all right, we, here we are. We are on the, uh, you know, the, the launch, uh, the launch uh, countdown is, is really is coming down yeah. low now as, yeah. as we get into adulthood. So uh, that's been good. It's been positive. Enjoyed that. But it's, yeah, it felt real. And, and I think, yeah, 2022, I'll remember is that, um, uh, as as the the lead into yeah. that, that's it's such a it's such a huge year that year, isn't it? Where you 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 can leave the house without your parents. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, wow! How much um, more when you're watching as a parent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there'll, there'll be more things going on next year and everything. But yeah. that's uh, that's one thing that came to mind as we yeah. reflect on the year was. Maybe that's mm. a conversation for our listeners that you could have mm. with your uh, friends or family. Mm. Uh, what what was 22, 2022 the year of? <laughs> mm, it's a good conversation. I've never thought to ask that question, but now I'm going to. Yeah, try yeah. it out. 22 but, um, was also the year of me getting a stick vacuum, which changed my life, <laughs> just FYI. 
can discuss that with yep. anyone out there if they want to. Uh, but yeah. on to the Bible. Shall we talk about the Bible? You and my wife can talk about that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, things learnt from the Bible. Uh, yes. We are a Bible podcast. Joe, <clears throat> um, what have you learnt yeah, from the Bible, I, about the Bible, in connection with the Bible? In yeah. Well, this was the year of the chronological daily Bible reading, mm-hmm. um, which I was, you know, I got a separate Bible which took you through the Bible readings um, in order that, the chronological order, and the biggest thing I discovered um, was that I do not like that structure of <laughs> of of having it in a separate Bible where it's not in the book order that the canon is set in. Oh yeah. So so it's okay if you've got a few chapters in a row where it's like one Kings, two Kings, three Kings. But if you have one Kings, two Kings, one Chronicles, two Chronicles, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm reading it out of order and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that the reason I don't like it is because I have a real, I've, I've been trained to believe that the Bible is set in order, that God had purpose in how he did it and how, and he guided his, his saints to form it. And so anything where the Bible is put out of order and mm. published that way feels icky. Uh, even if it's not, even if it's not doing anything wrong, it's just the Bible attempt. It's just the Bible yeah. author's attempt to, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this said, um, if you haven't ever read the chronicle, have you read it chronologically before? No. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it at yeah. par- in parts. Yeah, some of it wasn't really different, but some of it, it would just throw in a psalm here or there to fit with the narrative, mm. particularly around when David and Nathan spoke and then bringing in Psalm 51, I was like, yeah. oh, this is magical. I love it. Yeah. And so, yes, there are some parts of it which just woke up my brain and helped me to understand that while there's a narrative, there was real people living in this time, mm. there were also other kinds of literature written about that that moment or that that relationship. Or, and yeah. I was really thankful for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm thankful to God that, the chronological Bible has shown me that he saw fit to have a text written for us that is historical hmm. but also more creative than simply a historical narrative, that that you've got your prophecies and you've got um, the Psalms and that the Old Testament and the New Testament are connected, that they are the, the Old Testament is leading towards the New Testament. All of that is heightened as you read the chronological Bible. Yeah. And so I'm thankful that God saw fit to have it written down for us like it's just a, a real mercy from him um, yeah so yeah that's what i've that's what i've learned so a chronological one option would be to do a chronological reading yeah uh, but just use your regular bible and yeah that's around. yeah i'm almost tempted to do that this year coming i don't think i will but i'm tempted because i suspect that would actually change the game for me because i'd be mm. flicking to the passage in context because it's always the passage in context that i want yeah and so that's what I, that's what I think I do differently. Um, yeah, yeah, and and it is rich to to read it chronologically, but it's always an interpretation. Um, some human person has decided to put down the order here, and mm. so there are times I was like, "Oh, I wouldn't have put that there," and I don't really want to have have those kinds of thoughts when I'm reading the Bible. I just want to <laughs> read it. So yeah. <laughs> you'd feel that whether you're using a plan or the yeah. pre-published book, but yeah. Anyway, but what I what I like is that you are really motivated to be regular reading the Bible and Mm. doing things to switch it up to keep it fresh Mm. and engaging and keep that Mm. habit Mm. pretty solid. Mm. 
Oh, it's got, God's word is so good. Someone said to me the other day, oh, I just have, I just love reading the Bible. And I thought, yeah, I don't feel that every day, but I, in terms of, I don't feel that kind of strength of emotion, Yeah, but yes, it's such a great gift, isn't it? We have God's yeah. word for us. Mm. Yeah. What about you? What have you learnt this year? Well, brother? I think, um, yeah, I have uh, as convicted as ever of the value of um, reading mm-hmm. the Bible uh, regularly. Um, the uh, it's it's really about hearing from God each day. Uh, mm-hmm. We we hear so much from the world and our own uh, sinful hearts and whatever during the day. Um, it's just so essential to have yeah God speak into our. Our lives each day mm. um, and so totally convicted of that when I'm uh, and I'm, I'm really I can't go more than a day or two without reading the Bible before I mm. go a bit off the rails mm. um, so convicted of that um, enjoying the Bible passages I've read I, I've enjoyed that sort of one month in Psalms experience I did yeah. that about four or five times this year um, not every month but um, I'm back into it again in December and um, yeah really loving that uh, but just, I think this, the passage I read recently in Deuteronomy 9 is good and perhaps going into the summer is a good one as well. Um, sorry, Deuteronomy 8 verse 10, where, uh, Moses is warning or God is warning Moses, th- uh, warning the people through Moses words here, um, as they head into the land, uh, verse 10 of chapter eight says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord, your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord, your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Mm. Now, I think um, that's a passage in Deuteronomy. We just we, instinctively we resonate with um, as mm. a affluent society. <laughs> we, we, are, we, we will eat and be satisfied, especially coming into Christmas. There's a good chance we will eat quite a lot. And be satisfied. Um, but here's the guidance to praise the Lord your God uh, for his provision, to be yeah, thankful in um, yeah, the good things over the summer, mm. but just to be really careful that we don't forget the Lord your God. Mm. And I know mm. it's almost universal that as routine changes for people, you know, uh, small groups go on break, work patterns change, um, that um, one of the first things that we drop is Bible reading and prayer. Mm. Um, and so... Yeah, I'm very keen for that not to happen mm. for me over the summer. And mm. yeah, I love our listeners as well to make that, yeah, not to forget the Lord over the summer and be mm. thankful and, and, and stick with him mm. uh, with, in time in the word, time in prayer, time reflecting on his um, on His character and his, his, his guidance for us. Mm. And a thought that just popped into my head as you were talking was, isn't, isn't it just such a gift that um, that we can talk about God with each other and and that's part of what I found over the Christmas period last year um having Christian conversation with my family each day really prompted me to keep reading my Bible and keep thinking about God and so Mm. I I really learned a big lesson there of I want to be talking about something about God each day with family Mm. because I'm I'm spending more time with my family than I usually would because we're all on holidays and so yeah maybe that's I guess that's something I'm resolved to do is I head up to Darwin to see family and, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. And ah. uh, reading and learning. Have you got yes. any, anything to read over the summer? Ooh, well, I, I don't have a long list, uh, but I do have one book that I'm keen to read. It's called Eager to Serve, Facing Our Fears, Counting the Costs and Stepping Up in Gospel Ministry. Um, it's by Ray Galea and it's um, on what Philippians has to say about Christian ministry. And 
I think it'll be quite an easy read, but it's the kind of book that I think I'll, I'll agree with everything he says because I'll think it'll be good. I'll be pushed, but it also won't be, you know, lots of new ideas, which I don't really think I can handle over Christmas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just thought, and I think it could be a good book to to give as a gift if it's if it's a cracker. And yeah. so, yeah, that's a, that's the one I was thinking of having a, having a read of. That seems like an excellent idea. And um, that's uh, I've read several books by Ray Galea. Yeah, uh, me too. The so last good. one was on um, Romans 8. Yes, that um, was a good one. I can't remember the title, but um, uh, yeah, I've got it's got a bluey greeny colour. Yeah, but yeah. um, it was uh, about um, sin and suffering. Yeah, yes, uh, and from Romans eight, and uh, what I love about Ray's writing is very biblical, so mm. you can be confident. Well, as you've said, he'll take you through the Bible here. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's it's pastoral, and it's he's a natural preacher, so it's. There'll, there will be illustrations. There will be stories. Yeah, that's uh, right. He'll, he'll bring you with him the whole way. So yeah, I think and I think, great. I think as well, like as I get towards the end of the year, I can sometimes slip into a bit of a, oh, I don't really want to serve. I just rather would be on holidays. <laughs> um, I'd rather just lie down or chill out. Yes. And so I do often need some encouragement to keep thinking, oh, what is life for? Um, who is who is the Christ I'm serving, that kind of mm. stuff. So mm. December's a good time for that kind of book. Yeah. 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 What about you, mate? What are you planning to read? Well, I have a, yeah, I've got a long list. Um, well, not long, medium. Uh, but, yeah, I like to have different kinds of books with me for yeah. holidays. Uh, well, not that I'm taking a lot of holidays, but for the summer when there's a bit of variety in routine, I've um, got uh, a book here called Busy, Tackling the Problem of an Overloaded Christian Life. Ooh. by Ian Carmichael. Uh, so uh, this, um, I know uh, Ian through um, at Matthias Media, he's worked there and, and this is his first book and um, wow. a lovely, um, great book to, to take on here. And um, I mean, obviously busy, we're all feeling busy, uh, nearly everyone yeah. we speak to. Um, and this is, a, so this is a genuine issue, tackling the problem of an overloaded Christian life. Mm. And his, uh, uh, yeah, so far, first one or two chapters, yeah, really good, sensitive, pastoral, biblical, great, just read a great chapter on justification by faith and, and how that, uh, yeah, how that uh, affects our approach to work and busyness. So um, looking forward to that. Um, other ones, I'm going to read a book called Forgive, Why Can Why Should You and How Can You by Tim Keller. Ooh. And uh, that is for forgiveness, as you and I know, is a big topic. And big I think, topic. yeah, this is a significant contribution to uh, yeah, writing and thinking about forgiveness from yeah. Tim is Keller. It, is it a new book? Yes. Okay. Just last okay. month. Okay. Right. Um, oh wow. So um, that'll be great. I've picked up a book called The City of God by Augustine from uh, the 400 AD. So Church Father. Um, that was recommended at a conference somewhere, and I, every now and again, I like to you know read some old stuff. Yeah. And so. That is long. I don't know how long I'll get through it, but it's, um, yeah, very different. Worth having a crack at. And if I've got time, I want to want to get stuck into embracing complementarianism, which we have reviewed, yeah. you've read by James. Which Stewart. I've raved about. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like it. No, yes. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, that, that'll be guaranteed. Yeah. And I'll, I'll grab some fiction as well, but my fiction stocks are a little low, so I've got to make a trip to the library, I think, and uh, oh, yeah, stock up. I'm reading fiction. a very spooky crime book at the moment. <laughs> I don't know if I should continue with it, but I'm loving it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Oh, well, sounds like we've got some good reading to do. And we are, you know, out of time for the last time this year. Mm, That's right. Mm -hmm. We really, Joe and I both want to thank um, all our listeners for for listening and and making, um, yeah, this worthwhile. Thank you for your encouragement um, Mm. and Mm. uh, particularly stories of how you've grown through this podcast or being encouraged to read the Bible or read good Christian books. And, um, yeah, that makes a big difference for us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we hope you enjoy celebrating Jesus' birth over Christmas and having some rest before we get into another year of serving him while we wait for his return. And we will uh, begin recording again, I think, in February next year. Yeah, about early Feb, late Jan, somewhere around there. You can expect we will get cracking again around there after we've got a big summer mission happening in in January. You can pray for our church that we preach the gospel well. And so after Wave, we'll um, we'll get going again. All right. Well, great to be chatting, Joe. I will be seeing you around church and places uh, over the summer. But uh, bye for now. Sounds good. See you, mate. Bye.